We're back. I literally said to myself, there's no way we can start this episode by saying we're back like we always do because we always take these weird hiatus. I. We don't always do that, Jerry. This is the first time in a while. Okay. Well, I just feel like it's overdone. Don't say that then. Start All right. over. Start over. Hey, welcome to the Open Road Podcast. My name is Jeremy, and over there we got Calvin. We're sipping on a quick little brewski and back for some podcasting action. Yeah, um, it's been a few weeks, but we've got some stories to share with our loyal listeners. Who've stories been requesting an episode. Yeah, stories of adventure in the everyday. That's what we're here to uh, to help everybody find. And if you've been missing the podcast, that means you haven't been finding enough adventure out there. Ew. I guess so. <laughs> it's like instantly with, just pin it on the listener. <laughs> is that what you, it is kind of their fault though. <laughs> Jerry, any highlights you want to share with me? I, I haven't even talked to you a whole lot and you and I are in fairly regular communication, but uh, besides, you know, email forwards. I know, yeah, that was good. <laughs> I know you were kind of saying to me, you're like, man, we both feel a little guilty for not bringing the podcast up with each other in many of our last interactions. Ugh, I know. Well, I'll tell you this. This is where we'll start. We left the listeners with a giant cliffhanger last time. Okay. Yes, we did. Because you heard a rumor, and the rumor was that I've joined a band. Yes, I did hear a rumor about that. And I'm here... Fairly unreliable source. (laughs) Well, I'm here to confirm that your unreliable source has scored a few points in the reliability category, and they were right. Go on. Do tell in a bit more detail as you can. So, do you actually know next to nothing about this? Or are you genuinely curious, or are you I, like? I literally, I know the one guy in it that would be spearheading. Yeah. Okay. And who? So, who'd you hear it from? I, I, I know. Like, is this an Ethan Clark project? Yeah. 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 Okay. That's it. That's just, that's that is it. That's all I know. You heard from Ethan? When was the last time you talked to Ethan? No, no. I heard from uh, Tyrone. Mm. Told me something about Ethan. So I got a call up from Ethan one day, and he's like, "Hey, man." Uh, let me tell you about this little project I've been working on, and it's like a music thing. And he's he's describing this musical group that he's he's uh, and these songs that he's writing as wall of sound is kind of how he's describing it. I'm like, all right, I, I'm listening. He's describing that as a genre or as a like a, a feeling. Both. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, so he's telling me about this band, and right from the get go, I know exactly where this is going. Like, I just know exactly where it's going. But he right. he proceeds to tell me that, like, there's, like, they got this drummer, and then they lost this drummer. And then they got this other drummer, but then he wasn't super committed. Then they who's got this they? other... Who, who, sorry, who's the they? There's, he's talking about they? The, so far, there's a they. There's him and his couple buddies that he's jamming with. Okay, okay. But he's not saying we. He's saying they. No, he's saying they. Well, so okay. sorry. They as in the drummer who keeps leaving. All right, all right. He's basically, like, gone through, like, three or four drummers, and then... He's even got to the point where he's like, and, and I tried to like, my one buddy, he's like, I'm like, he's kind of musical, so I'm like, I'm going to lend him my kit and he can like learn to play drums for to be in this band. Right, right. That's not Which good. Which is the worst possible thing you could ever do if you ask That's me. not good. Yeah. No. So he, he, he's like telling me the story and I'm like, obviously the ask is coming at some point, but I'm also like, why didn't you ask me sooner? You're going to all these duds right. and I live just up the hill from you, man. So I mean... Obviously, and I you have literally <laughs> nothing to do. Nothing to do ever. Like I'm so yeah, like nothing to do. <laughs> 
I have oodles of free time. It's insane. So, so then by the end of the call, he's like, hey, do you want to like jam and play some drums? I'll send you like a little bit of the vibe of like some of the bands that were uh, that were like we sound like. And so I'm just like, that sounds freaking awesome. I would love to jam and just. Especially if it's already like getting like fairly established as it sounds. I don't know how established it is, but I mean, that's a nice place to come in at. Like Where, there's like, already not, some songs written. Well, yeah, like you're not having to take a whole lot of ownership here. No, and and I'm like, okay, and if he is willing to like go with the biggest bottom of the barrel drummer, basically he just said that your goal is to hit the drums as hard as you can. Just play as you loud can, as you can. All right, well, you can do that. I can do that. And so I'm like, okay, like I'll probably be able to hold my own in with whatever bunch of guys that are going to be here. And right. when I got there, I mean... Ethan is a good guitarist. Like he, he's good at guitar. Right. And the bass player is like this fantastic bass player who's like a touring, who was the touring bassist for the City Harmonic. Okay. Like he's an amazing bass player. Awesome dude. All right. But does his head fit through the door? (laughs) Yeah, he's the most humble guy I've ever met. Okay, good. And then there's this other guitarist who's. um, another fantastic guitarist. These guys all have like amazing musical sense. I'm like the worst person in the band. Oh, you are? Yeah. Okay, interesting. So these guys are like good at music and the songs they're writing are like kind of weird and like kind of underground garage bandy, but like pretty fun to play. Can you give us a couple of the band so- names that he gave you that, that you're to sound like? Um, yeah, like I'm really, tr- I'm actually was looking at my phone to find them because I yeah. was playing them for a while and then I lost them. Um, uh, uh, what's this one band called? Um, please say yellow card, please say yellow card. Uh, it's okay. So, uh, the, the modern day version is bullet for my Valentine. It's Valentine something. Um, mm. oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. It's okay, uh, Jer. It's okay. No, let me just let me just find it here. Okay, so uh, as you're looking for that, who is the singer? So Ethan? Ethan's doing a bunch of the singing. Okay. Now, who has the jam space? And tell me a little more, a little more about the jam space. Okay, sorry. Have you heard the band My Bloody Valentine? Oh, I was going to say that, but then I thought that was a too, an obvious No, thing. so whenever yeah. I heard My Bloody Valentine, I just think of Bullet for My Valentine because... Oh, I never okay. ever really listened to My Bloody Valentine, but it's like that. So and um, yeah, it's like it's like rock, loud, like kind of droney, yeah, interesting, okay. like stuff like that. All right, all right. And how? And what's the what? What would be the vocal range of Ethan? What do you mean by um, that? So I mean, if like one is Sufjan Stevens, and ten is. Um, the guy from I don't know um, Spencer from Under Oath, like where's he gonna fall in the line? Yeah, in terms of heaviness, in terms of oh. like sing to scream, like where's he mostly lie? mostly like singing, so probably like a four. Okay, 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 okay. And vocals in this style of music I've learned are like not not in the front, mm. not all that important. Okay, interesting. Which is very interesting, and like. Um, so Ethan, like, he would not be, like, a great front man of, like, a band like Yellow Card. Like, he doesn't quite have that sure. great vocal power and prowess. But for this right. style of music, it's, like, he's he's doing his thing. Okay, cool. 
So. And how were the song? You said that in the songs are a little obscure, but you're getting into it. Why don't I just give you a little demo? Come on, are you gonna give me a little demo right now? You want a little demo right now? Hundred percent. Is this now? Is this a recording? So this is a terrible recording that is literally the iPhone on uh, the iPhone. Um, You've got literally ten seconds to play this. Then, if it's that yeah. bad, it's good. Is that enough? Jeremy, just incredible. That sounded <laughs> unbelievable. I'm, I'm so proud of you guys <laughs> for all you've accomplished. That sounded just amazing. <sighs> I can't believe you did that all on your own. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And almost no training. No training. Next to none. Wow. It's amazing. So so the, the bass player, Eric, he has a studio in his, uh, in basically in his back, uh, his back um, yard in this sweet little shed that used to be a garage. Come I guess, on, yeah. that is sweet. What do you mean a shed that used to be a garage? It's a, it's a, garage, it's a garage that's now a, now a studio, and it is an awesome jam space. And cool. It's just it's just so fun to just play music for fun with no other. I don't know, just for fun. So, any kind of regularity to the schedule of of practice? Pretty tough, I'll admit. Yeah. Yeah, the three of those like guys, they guys. all yeah, they all have kids, they all have full-time jobs, they all have wives. So even to cut out 2 hours on a weeknight is, you know, pretty tough. Yeah, 2 hours is a long time. They don't all we don't we don't all have kids, too. Sorry, two two of the four have kids. Two have kids, yeah. Hmm. Right. Um so, you know, but uh so I'm, you know, every 2 weeks we've probably jammed four or five times. Okay, cool. Um, and is there a current band name that we can find you guys? Oh, you can't find us, but there is a name. You're underground. Like, you're not going to be performing at uh, anywhere soon that we can go and observe? You know, we, we're, we're going to try to get six songs. Okay. And if we get those six songs, we're ready to open up first. Right, then, then you can do something, for sure. We're ready, we're ready to be the worst band on the bill. Oh, well, that's fine. The gotta, opener at 6 o'clock. Right, the 6 o'clock opener. Right? Nobody's there yet. <laughs> uh, band name, working name is uh, The Death of You. The Death of You. Great. That's great. Not a, not a bad band name the first time I heard it. That's actually a really good name. So I'm coming into this thing with just totally from the outside being like, sure. feeling just like, all right, I'm here to play some music. Like and trying to catch the vision uh, as yeah. you play. Well, and that is the actually been really kind of the f- most fun part about it is Ethan has written these songs and he's clearly been writing them for a long time. And oh, really? when you're one guy with a guitar, yeah, it's like all sure. it's like the the 12 or 15 songs that he's just written as he's it's jammed his over mind. the last yeah. yeah. Now you get three other people in there who like are hearing these things for the first time. I'm like, does he want feedback do we want to change things how much input can i give like interesting what feeling does he want this to have like at a certain point like play the drums really hard isn't actually helpful so eric the bassist is an amazing musician and an awesome writer and like really knows how to do different stuff so we're like shooting ideas around Mm -hmm. and it's just it's just fun 
And uh, but is Ethan, you know, being kind of an unruly uh, leader? Not at all. Okay. No, it's like this fun collaborative process, and we're um, just figuring out now how to make yeah make make songs breathe and come alive and actually be more interesting and like have good structure, but also like surprises and you know it's just kind of. I've always wondered, like, how do people write songs? And then I'm in the moment, and I'm like, oh, what we did just didn't quite feel right. It right. felt too repetitive. Uh, yeah. And then so these you guys can are like, it out as you go. Yeah. And then these guys are like, oh, well, let's try this, this, and this. And they're way smarter than me, so they come up with a different, I don't know, riff or something. And then um, we talk about, you know, it's just, it's just kind of cool. I don't know. I don't really know. How it is interesting. It. Like it, it's, it's obviously a skill. Like when I hear those guys in Emmer, like they've written probably like a hundred plus songs and they just announced like they're going to do, oh, um, they're just announced they're going to do like an album a year. I think like how in the world can these guys write that many original unique songs? But I think it's just, it's just a skill you hone and you get really good at it and you get good at knowing, you know, your teammates, skills and whatever they do so it's pretty amazing to observe I'd, i've never spent any kind of time trying to write a song but it just seems really difficult well and it yeah you're you're totally right but once you get four instruments and mm-hmm. four different brains it's like pretty crazy how it's it, it's not anything necessarily new but it is something creative and something okay. unique like so maybe it is new you know i don't know right right um, this has been a little bit of a dream of yours for a long time. Not a big dream, but I know that's something that you've always thought about is getting to be in a, in a proper band. So I'm really happy for you then. How, how often are you dropping this information to people, uh, casually? Oh, I've, I have, I have not done that at all. Oh, come on. Why not? <laughs> I'm going to wait till our EP drops, dude. So I can say, yo, check out our EP on Spotify. Dude. <laughs> Great call. Yeah, so I... At current, do you feel that you, um, what's the band name again? Sorry. The Death of You. Are you playing drums for The Death of You or are you in The Death of You? I don't know, man. It's for the, it's probably for them to vote or decide, right? Yeah. Like at this point, they may hate you and be like, this guy freaking sucks. Get him out of here. Especially, yeah, because I'm the worst member of the band. I think, I think jury's still out a little bit. They could easily say, okay, hey, yeah. man. This other guy who was playing for us before, he's back, and, like, I don't know, man. So, did you tell them, though, that you have, like, a pretty sick drum kit? Oh, dude, I told them I have a sick drum kit, dude. I told them I have a van, dude. I told them I can take all the time off in the summers. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, tour, you are dude. a good guy to have in, in the group. <laughs> Yo, you need a sound system? I got two. Everything other than, you know, your ability to <laughs> keep up. <laughs> I have You're my old member. I have my dread hat I can put on. Jerry, you would be like an incredible um band manager <laughs> slash um that's it, yeah, band manager. I oh. think cuz you're you're very good at that business side of things, plus you got the hookups. Calvin, I appreciate that. I think I could potentially, I mean, now I'd have to start from scratch. If I would have gone into that industry and made all been wor- working that network, I I think you might be right, and I appreciate that. But I feel like don't you, you say that a little depressingly, but like, yeah, but like you're pretty young. Like you could absolutely weasel your way into that industry as of now. Hey, also a great point. And this is probably the best way to get in there. Keep keep my steady job. Uh, yeah. Start a keep band doing, on the side. Start getting connected with people. 
But yeah, like now start your little side band. Then you're getting into like the club. Start getting, you know, schmoozing, rubbing shoulders with the, the right people. Next thing you know, some dud band comes along that needs help. And you see the, you know, the future. You could be the guy. It's funny because I actually did that a bunch in high school. Like there were these bands and I was trying to learn how to record. I'm like, oh, I'll like record you guys. I never got quite good enough to do anything in like a meaningful way, but I've always right. been like interested in, you're right. I w- I'm, I'm interested to where you got the idea that I've always wanted to be in a band. Like, have I expressed that to you before or is it just, you feel it? You've expressed that, but also like that's, you love that world. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. You like that world. And I think it's the proof is a little bit in the pudding. I wouldn't have said yes to this if I didn't want to do it. Right. Sure. Yeah. I mean, maybe you just love the notoriety. Maybe it's just the ego thing. Maybe it's the total ego thing, like your bass player. (laughs) (laughs) I I will tell you this. I do like, you know, I love recording and stuff like that. So even just Mm -hmm. the idea of writing some songs and, and getting them recorded and having it as a thing that that does excite me. Cool. Well, this is this. This is your maybe your first step. Yep. To a whole brighter future. You have a pretty bleak future, to be completely honest, as it is right now. <laughs> so, like, it's not a big deal for you to do a pretty massive change-up. Like, it's only going to be green lights. Right, and this might be the only bright spot for, who knows, a long time, right? Oh, yeah, probably a long time. Yeah, Jared. yeah, easily a long time. Let's be real. Yeah. So, I would really put all your eggs in this, Ethan Basket, Yeah, yeah. if, that's if a, the bass player allows. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, well, okay, that's a lot to think about. I'll... Um, yeah, I'll definitely have to be thinking about that. So anyway, that's that's the rumor. Cool. That's a great rumor. Um, rumors are can still be rumors if they're true. Is that right? How does the rumor rules work? I don't know. I don't know the rules of a rumor. I love a person starting a rumor knowing that it's a straight up rumor. <laughs> but like I have to share this and I don't know it's true or not. <laughs> but I'm an adult and I got to do it. Like it's just burning information. That may or may not be true. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think like where do they come from? Like you I hear you a little tidbit and you just embellish it. I guess so. For fun? That's the thing, Jared. Like people love to be the first to know. They love it. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What yeah. a gross little sickness <laughs> that us humans have, eh? <laughs> yeah, we love it. Rick. Yeah. We love it. So what's so, uh, what new adventures are you rocking over there? Ugh, got the police called on me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> legit? Yeah, legit. I was driving, and then I get a call from the police, and I parked my car you know, in the court like next to my house Yeah. this morning because I was getting a load of something delivered today to my house. I wanted to move my car. And then I got a call from the cops saying that someone called and said there's like a, and they were extremely worried about a very suspicious vehicle parked across the road from their house. So I assured the policeman that there was a bomb in there and they <laughs> should be suspicious. <laughs> like, what do you think? Oh, it's, you, this, it's been there for like did, five hours. Did you guys pop the you trunk yet? The poli- <laughs> call the police. There's a car out front on the road. <laughs> Are you insane? And it's, sorry, this is like the the circle beside your house. Yeah, where there's like two houses. AKA someone who has driven past your house and seen your black car, what, twice a day for two years? That's what I said. I was like, how do they not know that's my car? I live like, I, it's a 10 second walk. I just parked it off the main road. 
Oh my god! I do not understand why they needed to call the police. And the cops, <laughs> like, literally, he's like, "Man, like, I do not care. You're fine to park there." <laughs> <laughs> the bomb. The bomb. Maybe we should talk about the bomb. But the car we should is talk about fine. The bomb. <laughs> yeah. Was it who? What did, what did how? What did you think the second he said, "Hello, is this Calvin Barry?" Yeah. Uh, this is Sergeant Officer Kenny. Well, you're like, what? Well, I definitely, I had a 16-foot piece of lumber in the back of my truck, and I was driving right through town, which is, like, not cool. Right. So I definitely thought someone busted me for that, like, 16 feet of lumber hanging out of my truck. Sorry, is this your new truck? This is a new truck, side note. But I definitely thought, but I had a red flag on that, so I was like, eh. And, and it's this- like kind of a gutty call, but, like... <laughs> Like, I understand why I'm getting this call. <laughs> I definitely thought it was for that. <laughs> okay, well, that's actually pretty good, though, then, because I can imagine if I were to get a call from the cops, that unless I was doing something like you were doing, your mind, my mind would race dark fast. Dark? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Right? But because you're like, oh, I just, I was already doing something illegal. I'm doing illegal. something <laughs> sketchy currently. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait, so did you see the lumber in my truck? No, so, no, no. You don't know where I am? Or? Are, is there surveillance? or? Yeah. And so so then how did you end the call? And when did you go he home? He just said, like, he's like, he's like, can I? He's like, they just need to know when it's going to be moved. Or he's like, I just need to know when it's going to move. And I was like, all right, I'll move it in 90 minutes. <laughs> and he's like, okay, 90 minutes. I was like, yeah, fine. And then I went and did that. And I just drove it. And I parked it at the park down the road in the parking lot. Where it's also going to look suspicious. Very true, yeah. Now it's this creepy car sitting in the parking lot. Right, the stolen okay, abandoned car that's all over there. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, like what are people... I don't know, whatever. Oh, yeah, no, if I got a call from the cops, I would. Uh, my mind would start racing cause of, mostly because of Katie's profession too, right? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Her getting chased down by some gang members or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yikes. That's true. Didn't think about that. Yeah. And I imagine that was the the busiest, uh, the only thing that cop in Port Carling had to deal with that day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he wasn't even there. He's like, he's like, I'll just take over for it. I was like, I live like three houses down for, I can see it from my house. Think (laughs) about everything that needed to happen. This person needed to see the car. They needed to get freaked out. Then they needed to calm their mind down. And then they realized they can't be calm because they keep seeing this car out. <laughs> and they probably calmed themselves down one more time. And then they couldn't handle it. So they w- went outside, got close, read your license plate, then called the police. And then the police had to run your license plate to find out who owns the car. And then after that, they had to get your phone number somehow, probably from the insurance company. And then they had to call you. That's very true. Like, here's the suspicious thing. Why is this guy so sketched out about the car being parked <laughs> on the road? Can you just calm down? Yeah, like, you should you be like... have a, some grow up in there or something. Yeah, what's this guy doing in there? <laughs> grow up is fine. It's a meth lab. That'd be a problem. I... To be honest here, I... There's a part of me that will like to see this a little further and to torment this guy and just keep parking it in different places <laughs> along that court. <laughs> just keep sketching him out. Like all of a sudden it's in his driveway. <laughs> you like draw with um, 
window paint on the windshield and have it aiming at his house like your car has a personality. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty pretty funny. Uh, That's what happened to me today, Jared. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Uh, Anything else new? Uh, I've been building this deck at the back of my house, which has been consuming, you know, a good amount of time. Yeah. Highly. Oh, that's that was my other thought. Like, I built this deck without a permit, <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, eh, getting kind of sketched out. My so, neighbor, who's like a fairly stickler kind of guy, like wandered over the other day, and I was like, oh, hey, Dennis, what's happening? And he's like, oh, and then had he had a couple little comments about the way I was doing something, and I was like, eh. I didn't say this, but I was like, eh, you should go home. That's just what you were thinking. <laughs> yeah, I was like, eh, I don't like these comments. He's asking too many questions. <laughs> <laughs> what was he saying? Just like about like the integrity of a few things that I was doing. <laughs> uh, please stop making these comments. And whatever you do, do not tell my wife about these corners I'm cutting. Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> just uh, I'm gonna put a fence up here in, in a little bit. That's coming up next. Hey, you, you, you sure your two-year-old's gonna be safe on this thing? Zip it. Zip it, Dennis. Get back in your house. <laughs> um, Scram. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Um, was it a fun project? Uh, it is a fun project, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been really... I've been, like, really tired. I didn't realize... I've been, like, l- lumbering at a desk too long. Like, I've been sore and tired, laboring wow. for a week straight now. Wow. But, yeah, yeah. it's been actually really fun. I feel like a deck is an interesting project because to me it's it's a little bit more methodical what you have to do and like everything's got to be really square and it's yeah. probably kind of hard to get it perfect. Uh, oh, I'm sure it's hard to get perfect. I wasn't going for perfect, but I've built um, built a lot of docks in my previous career. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, docks are nice because you it's very easy to get level because you level everything off the water, which of course water is always level. Um, it's the deck not always harder. level. Sorry? It's not always level. The water? Have you heard of the curvature of the earth? Well, I do account for that. Okay, good. Um, so, but yeah, it, it's hard off an old house. When so you house do still is... believe the earth is round, just as inside. I'm still on the fence, to be completely <laughs> honest. But I mean, in a span of like 80 feet, yes, it's fairly level <laughs> from one corner to the next. <laughs> Um, no, but it's been really fun. I mean, like with like limited tools and one person with no help, like it's kind of tricky. So you're doing funny things that take more time, but I haven't been like rushing at all. I've been like just hanging out with the family for the week and, and, uh, just doing the deck thing. It's kind of my focus. Did you take out the concrete patio underneath or is that those concrete still under there? I left that as is no need to remove, no need for the extra work. No, and I feel like that's actually nice to have that little patio to put stuff on for storage, right? It's not going to get yeah, whatever the kayaks under there and stuff. Yeah, yeah. so no, it'd be nice. Did you like dig three feet down for posts and stuff? Uh no, I did not, Jeremy. I drilled in uh, steel helical piles, so that's kind of a new thing in the building world. Wow. So that's what that's what's all sitting on. Yeah. It sounds really state of the art. It's completely state-of-the-art. It costs a <laughs> fortune, but my family's worth it. <laughs> only the best and only the safest. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's really important. Dude, I got to tell you about this crazy thing. Um, I went to this house this week where my I went to visit my brother, who is kind of doing some work 
in a town close to me, and he's staying in this Airbnb, and they live in, sorry, staying in this house. This house is an octagon. Think about an octagon. And so I'm pulling up to this house, and I'm like, this is a crazy-looking house. Like, it's got all these weird sides to it, and all these, like, weird little additions. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, obviously, this is very well thought through. I get inside, and immediately it became very clear that a guy drew this house on the outside and then someone else had to come inside and figure out how to make it a house on the inside. Right. And was like, whoa, this guy built an octagon house (laughs) and I built square kitchens. Was it so weird in there? So friggin' weird inside, Jer. Did it like feel weird? Oh yeah, it felt very strange. Was the energy good strange or bad strange? Um, as much as I can kind of harness energy, the energy was not good. Yeah. It didn't make you feel good in there. Although it did have a sauna and an indoor hot tub, which is kind of dope. Pardon? Yep. Tell me the, the, they were both like in the middle of the room or something. It also had an Africa themed room. Wow. And an Italy themed bathroom. Wow. And a 1981 themed living room. Sorry. This was a Airbnb. Airbnb. What was it called? I don't know. The Octo House. The the Octo House. It's actually for sale right now. Oh wow. So, anyways, bizarre place, but that awesome totally Airbnb, bizarre. of course. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. People are funny about their houses. Um, as you were going on that train, I had a question, and now it's gone, which is really frustrating, you know. Yeah. Um. I have to just tell you one other thing about this house is that was, I'll just pull it up on my phone here. The owners of the house were this probably very nice couple and they had a, like a gallery wall of black and white photos of themselves on the wall. Okay. And this is a pure Airbnb and the photos were something like this. Oh, and we, we must have, we'll probably have to share these. What I am seeing is a man and a woman in a suit and a nice dress. They are lying on their stomach. The man has his arm cro- arms crossed and the woman has her elbows up, her two hands on top of each other and her chin on her hands. That is incredible. Like incredible photos. Oh my gosh. Now he <laughs> is sitting on the ground, his leg tucked under his other leg that's standing up, one foot on the ground, his other elbow leaning on his knee. This is the position, Jeremy, if you are seven years old and you're watching your older brother play Nintendo and he's not allowing you to play, you just assume this position Correct. on the ground. Correct. And it's he's like also in a full suit. Full suit. Wow. Like, And there was, uh, I think, nine of these photos, all like very similar, like bizarre thing to have. And these are the owners. My brother met them. Like, strange. Amazing photos, obviously. No doubt. Like, very tempting. Like, I got to take these. I need these. (laughs) Well, you clearly almost did, but then you decided to take a photo. I took a photo, which was worth something. You didn't want to ruin your brother's uh, Airbnb rating. No, that's right. And that would really ruin him. I remembered what I wanted to say. Tell me. We got... A nice weekend plan next weekend with some good adventure in the old RV. You do? Are you saying we do, as in me do? We do, as in you and me. You have filled me into very little, so fill me in. Are you good to go or not? I can't give you an answer. How not? Because I need extremely specific timings. Since when? Always when. 
since the last two years. I am highly scheduled. Coming up on Friday night with a bunch of dudes. All right, that sounds sketchy. Saturday morning, we hop in the RV. We drive for two hours. We find a sweet spot in Algonquin Park. Maybe we go to another cool lake, a sweet little hiking trail. We we get some groceries on the way. We camp for uh, Saturday night. Um, then we probably uh, wake up Sunday, depending on what the day is looking like. We go on a sweet hike. We fly the drone around. We get out the fishing rods. Then if we're having a terrible time, we drive back to your place and leave Monday morning. If not, we stay out Sunday night, back to your place Monday, back home Monday. No one has to take time off work. Everybody has an amazing time. That's the plan. Cool. It sounds like you're missing a lot of the meat, but How that's okay. so? Where are you going? Two hours from your house. In what direction? Where the wind is blowing. All right. It's likely going to be east. That's where we're going then. It being May. We're going to the Easterlies. Okay. Two hours. Like, that's the clock. And to... Have you checked the weather? No, we're, you don't check the weather. How many bodies are involved? Six max. Six max. Okay. Probably five. I got five that are pretty much confirmed. A- am I included in that five? Correct. <laughs> there's obviously some details to hammer out but it sounds like it's going to be a great banging weekend it is gearing up to be a fantastic weekend calvin are you still on your diet no you're off what diet was i on you were on this diet and i was also on a diet what that's why i was podcasting i lost an insane amount of weight jer i can see this Yes, I'm down a belt loop. You're wasting away. I am. You got a haircut and everything. I look good, right? I look really good. Well, I don't know if I'd call it that. I can see your ribs. Uh, My ribs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I learned an interesting fact today about uh, insurance. If you want to get something to do with life insurance, Jeremy... If you have like if you are showing signs of losing weight, if you've lost weight in the past like 30 days, that's a like a mark against you for insurance. Really? Shows inconsistency in your weight loss and gain. Wow. Yeah, and it's a problem. I've never been insurers. asked that with insurance. You are insured though. Yeah. Okay. That's it weird. was a question. Interesting. Did you finally wrap up your insurance woes? I don't know why we want to talk about this. It's the most boring thing. We don't thing want to talk about this. I did do that I did that this morning and yes, it's all done. I feel sick about it all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> what? Clearly you need to talk about it a little bit to get it off your I chest. Don't need to get it off my chest. Calvin. I'm not happy about it. Okay. All right. I feel like if I don't die now, it was all for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was like, I, I kind of wish I'm going to die. Like, <laughs> this is the worst part about the die. whole thing. I better die. I better freaking die. <laughs> uh, well, I hope you don't because we got a good adventure plan for next weekend. Um, May long weekend. Great time for everybody to get out there and taste some of that spring air and probably get rained on. Probably get rained on. That's okay. Um, oh, I guess I should mention you've probably seen in the news, Jerry, that my area locally has been underwater. Tell me things are better up there. Things are better. Things are receding. 
as they say. Um, I was doing my own little science project of marking the water as it rose and marking it as it decreased, which was kind of fun. But you know my road. It got completely covered in water halfway up my driveway. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's, serious. That's flood territory. I took the Jetta through that road at a good clip and, uh, like, subbed it. Wow. And, like, like a huge cloud of steam, like, <laughs> like up the, <laughs> for the windshield. It was amazing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was not feeling good after that. But no, a car's not going to be super right? happy after it went for a swim. <laughs> Just big gulp of water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Anyways, it's been kind of, I actually think it's kind of fun. Well, but it is. I get but that people are ruined because of it. Frankly, people should be glad. The people who got insurance. People that got insurance. Well, we better get a flood now that I'm paying for it. I got. I do have one thing, funny thing to say about all this. I was like, that was last week. Yeah, last week. And I was like going home early a couple days to like go and work on my deck. And I, no, I was one, I was working on my deck on the evening. And then whatever, whatever day yep. I was like, okay, I'm going to leave like, leave at like three o'clock, get home and get a bang out a couple extra hours on my deck. So like I race home, get all my work done, race home, jump out of my car. And I'm like, Durr! see my neighbor, my neighbor starts talking to me. She's like, oh yeah, we're going down to the park to uh, go fill sandbags. What are you up to? No. It's like, I'm going down to the park to fill sandbags too, <laughs> not work on my deck. So that's what I did for the whole night. <laughs> oh, man, that is so awesome. Filling freaking sandbags for you know ungrateful I love, victims. I love that you did that because anytime these disasters happen, I'm like, yeah, who like does all that work and like everything stops and like all these sandbags get there. But the community really does pull together in those moments. Yeah, they brought the military in here, which was doing lots of work. But mostly, there was like stations all over the place that were just filling sandbags. I don't. I also don't understand how that stops a flood. Uh it just creates barricade. But what is do it, you don't understand? Was it truly if you put waterproof? A, if you put a ring of sandbags around your house, yeah. No, Jared, because I know everything about sandbags now. So what you do is you put like a bottom layer of sandbags and then you like put like you get like this uh, plastic wrap like a long thing of plastic right like a long roll of plastic and you like set your first course you basically on the edge of this and then when you're done you have like four or five courses you wrap the plastic up on top and then do your last course on top oh so the the tarp is the barrier yeah a tarp a tarp ah okay well that makes much more sense I don't see the tarp whenever I see the photos though no, that's true. You have a t you, well. I don't think you have to have the tarp, but I see some people have tarps. Some people don't have tarps. And then uh, you have a pump on the inside of your barricade, uh, and you're, you're pumping water to the outside. And you, that, that, I mean, it's leaky, obviously, but you're just understood. pumping constantly. Right. So it slows it enough. It sends it down the way enough. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it allows you to control it. That makes much more sense. I. I obviously understand that they're not totally leak proof, but I'm like, because yeah. of that, like how, like what's even, you the can point? make them fairly leak proof when you, if you do the, the tarp situation. Right. Yeah. And if you lay them pretty tight. Yes, exactly. Whoa. Thanks for the science lesson, man. Science lesson. That's for free. Um, however, yeah. So the, and then the sandbagging was interesting because, uh, I mean, there's no rules, right? I mean, someone, they just drop off the sandbags and they drop off a pile of sand and you're supposed to figure it out. 
Well, the general population has a hard time figuring things out, <laughs> as you probably would know. So I show up there, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll just fill these friggin' sandbags as full as they get. And I'm making 80-pound sandbags. Wrong. <laughs> three, sco- <laughs> three scoops. Someone, like, someone happened to know that you only put three scoops in, which is a pretty wuss little sandbag, to be honest. Yeah, that sounds wuss. Yeah, it's very wuss. Um, but I guess easy to manage. For the wuss military who's putting putting them in. Those guys aren't Don't wusses. Them. That's what I'm saying. Why can't they handle a big sandbag that I'm creating for them? Yeah. I'm, gi- I'm giving them twofers, and they want uh, three scoops? That's wrong. That's wrong. It's so wrong. And so anyways, I go down to the park there today to park my car there, and there's like a thousand sandbags sitting there oh <laughs> unused. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So now what, what do they do with them all? I think you build up the banks of the river so this never happens again. It just stops it right at the river. Or do I start stockpiling them in my shed and sell them next year? <laughs> it's kind of the first thing I thought of. was like, what do you do with them? Well, why don't you just take your fair share? It's like, no, I don't want these. <laughs> well, what do they do? They just sit there. <laughs> Taking sandbags. So I'll just take a few. They're free. <laughs> They're free. I mean, I did it. <laughs> There's definitely guys just going to spear them all open and whatever. Yeah, get rid of the, yeah. Well, yeah, so it's been some excitement. That's an adventure for sure to have your entire town flooded. Some of those pictures were wild. It's the first time I've ever been a victim, Jer, and it feels pretty good. You get to complain. Ah, oh, I finally get to complain. This happened oh, to you. Oh, that's also the other thing. I'm so sick of people talking about this freaking flood. <laughs> like, at work, like, get over it. It's water. Can you just relax? <sighs> yeah, everywhere's flooded. It's kind of what's happening right now. And yet here you are talking we about it. We can't continue to talk about it. <laughs> it's like, oh, their boathouse is also flooded. Yeah, it's the same water. What do you think was going to happen? Oh, did you hear their boathouse flooded? Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Wow. Well, that's, Calvin. That's the scuttlebutt, Jared. It's not even a rumor. It's completely true. First hand. We should both move on, too. Let's get out of here. Yeah, let's get out of here. Okay. You have yourself a great weekend, Jer. Hey. This is Friday night for us. Same to you. I hope you have a great weekend. Oh, should we? we shouldn't tell people that this is what we do on Friday night. Yeah, that's pretty uh, embarrassing. Wednesday night. It was Wednesday night. And next weekend, we're going on a sick adventure. Next weekend, we're going on another because this weekend was a big one, too. So we'll talk <laughs> to you guys later. See, everyone. Thanks for listening. And get out there and find yourself some adventure. Adventure.